No. Let's fuck. No. No. When it's too. No. It would change things. It's too hot. I'm too tired. Yeah, it would alter a lot. Yeah, it would make things awkward. Mm. I'd have to bury the body. What? Yeah, you have to fuck the dead. Is that like a punk thing? Like fuck the dead? Or yeah, just, is it because they can vote? I don't know. The dead people were voting in. Oh yeah, weren't they? That was a thing in in, in like the... Nixon. Yeah, I've got the vote of the dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we should listen to this guy. <laughs> he, he must be very charismatic. Yeah. For the dead to be like, I like this guy. <laughs> the ones that don't hear can hear what he's saying. Yeah. But you can't really have any policies for the dead. You can have it for the living about the dead. You can preserve the graveyards. Dead man has no rights. Keep the, keep the leaves off the graves. Yeah. Fresh flowers every week. Grave singing. Grave singing, yeah. That was a thing, I think. Oh, there was a thing, I think. Weekly vigils. Eddie Izzard, I think, mentioned it. Yeah. About something, like the Romans or something. They'd have different levels of grieving patrols who would, like, you'd pay someone to grieve at a grave. Right. Or, like, join your funeral procession if you didn't think there were many people that were going to come. Yeah. Just hire, hire some actors. <laughs> <laughs> Mel Gibson. <laughs> Just... Ranting and raving in a Braveheart costume. Yeah, yeah he, he must have been a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mel, this is a Jewish funeral. You just can't you can't be here right now. Yeah, they're, they're not that happy with you. Yeah. Um, so I've got a quote. This is, this is, there's a whole article here, and the whole article is kind of filler. So I just found I just found some of the words quite interesting. So I'm just going to say the... I'm just going to say the quote. Sorry, this is a sound check. Yeah. Move the pop mic out of my chest. That's a bit better. Yeah, it's a bit better. Yeah. Okay, so this is a quote. I want you to tell me what it's about. <laughs> uh, the most terrible thing for me was the toilets and the long queues. The hygiene situation was pretty bad. <laughs> Go. Uh, there's too many easy answers. Mm. Like It's probably an easy answer. Restaurants. No. Um, no. An easy answer for why I would ask this kind of thing. What's the most ridiculous thing they could be talking about? What? The Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a Holocaust musical. Right. Of like all the performers at the camps wrote songs. And there's a girl when she was nine and they're kind of celebrating that now they're putting on a show for remembrance and everything. But if the worst thing about the Holocaust was the long queues, mm. I don't know what, I know what connotations that means. Does that mean that people weren't being gassed quick enough? <laughs> or what, I don't know what they're, what they're saying. Was it ho- what, Holocaust the musical? No, just, um, so or in general? I think this... She, so the woman they're talking about was nine years old at the time. I think they weren't sent to, the, to death yet. Yeah. There was like the pre the unfocused camps. Un- disinterested camps. So the worst part of the Holocaust was waiting to wait to die. Yeah. Right. And this is what she said as of now, like modern day. This wasn't her when she was nine. Right. But I think she's saying that, uh, well, the musical life of the camp was very rich, she goes on to say. They were famous opera singers and high-ranking musicians. There were lots of performances and a women's choir. We didn't know about the gas chambers. When people received the order to go to the train, we didn't know where they were going. So it's kind of innocent at the time. You don't really know what's going on. Yeah. It's like, oh, you lot get in the train. We're going on holiday, <laughs> you know, and yeah. like you don't really know that's it's different. But after the fact, I think there would be a different, you'd have a, a certain amount of emotional shock, which she must have had, right? But I don't know. I'm not a big complainer. I'm, I'm an optimist. Yeah. Um, but I think there was just some interesting complaints about the Holocaust. <laughs> this seems to just... Seems strange to me. Well, I guess put it in perspective of being a child. Yeah, but that would be like, uh, the, mo- the worst thing about it for me was my parents went to go get me some sweets and they never came back. <laughs> yeah. That would be like a bad one, right? Yeah, I guess. But the wor- like, it's like, well, okay, I'll go back to the restaurant. Worst thing about being at, uh, at a restaurant when you're a child is waiting, right? Maybe, yeah. Not enough crayons. Yeah. I mean, the best thing about it is the food or, like, a playground or something. Kids don't enjoy food, do they, though? No. It's not like they... They're just, like, food... Well, they, they get enjoyment out of food, but it's more the idea of food, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's like, I'm having ice cream. It's it's, it's the flavour of death. Oh, it doesn't matter. It's ice cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, they, that, they just want uh, that. The innocence of obesity. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, they never feel... You're not, not aware of yourself being hyper, are you, from a sugar rush? No, when no. you're a kid. I heard that was bullshit. No, I've seen it. Like no, what? Well, no, I don't think it was the. the sugar I never got thing. hyper, but I've seen other people like they have did, a they bottle did. of coke and then just sort of, they go mental. I think it was. I don't know if it was the sugar thing. I think it was the artificial color thing. 
I think they did like double blind tests of parents uh, and their kids, and they're given some of them sweets and some of them like they hadn't given any. Right. And the parents didn't have any like uh, view of this or anything. They just saw their kids afterwards interacting with each other, mm-hmm. and they were all just like, "Oh yeah, they've definitely all had." It. And it's like only half of them had. And it's just fucking. It's it's bullshit. Like, but then kids- there's also the wisdom of crowds, isn't there? You know, what? like if if you're in a room full of drunk people, you'll start to behave drunk a do little you? bit. I do, but I just I'm a bit of a chameleon. <laughs> it's my talent. It's how I've thrived in this world. Yeah, just imitating those around me. Unfortunately, recently I've been around some pretty sad people. Just <laughs> <laughs> so kind of absorb all the sad. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but yeah, I, I definitely get that. If I'm talking to a drunk person, but if I'm talking to anybody, I tend to mimic. You, I what's think going you on. you match. You maybe you match the energy, yeah. I think because it's weird not to. I think it's just. I think it's uncomfortable have you not seen, to. Hut was it Hutch Hitch? Yeah, the Will Smith film. Yeah, where he teaches, where he talks about body like. There's all that kind of find that stuff kind of interesting. And over the over the course of my life, I've learned many tricks to blend in. Yeah, and one of them is like one when you shake someone's hand, put your palm up because that's like Jesus, right? Yeah, um, and everyone loves Jesus. So like, that. yeah, you do it like that, and that's meant to show that you're trustworthy. I don't know. All right. Um, and the other one is, yeah, if you, you want to connect with somebody, you mimic their body language, which is not something that I ever do, but I always notice when people do it to me. Yeah. Because I, I accept that as like, ah, I've, 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 I'm victorious. Yeah. So yeah. like if you've crossed your arms and they cross their arms, same with like women touching their hair, that old stereotype. Yeah. And like laughing yeah. at bad jokes. It's, people do it just in social situations anyway. Yeah. But yeah, like leg position and arm position. I do. Like yeah. Like, so uh, uh, at work, the, the guys above me, the, 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 my bosses, they are essentially just a couple of alphas. And I've never considered myself an alpha, but I do match that energy and that stance when they're around. Just because it's right. the only way to kind of communicate, kind of thing. Yeah, to get to get on with them and to make them listen to you and to, and everything like that. So, and in a sense, it's fake. But then at the same time, if you can mimic it, like, does that not kind of make you the same for that well, moment of same. time? You know, with people have different groups of friends and people yeah. act differently around different groups of friends. Yeah, like you're just kind of tuning into a different aspect to socialize with somebody. The same that you might speak slower if English wasn't the other person's first language. Yeah, it's not to. It, it's not manipulative no, in the not, natural sense. Mocking, it can be used like, manipulatively, yeah. but I don't think it naturally is. No. It's just used to connect with somebody and talk to someone. Yeah. With, if, there's so, if there's someone who doesn't speak... I talk a lot more with my hands. Like, not literally, but I'm much more yeah. kind of expressive. But if they were, like, blind, yeah. you wouldn't as much. No, probably not. No. I'd, I'd talk with my eyes. No. Even if they were blind? No. Talk, no. You talk with your sounds. Yeah. That's what you should do. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was all I want to talk about the Holocaust. I thought it was weird. Yeah, um, but the queues oh, were too long. That's, that <laughs> seems like such a stereotypical Jewish thing. Like, oh, the queues. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you hurry it up? I mean, come yeah. on. We had, I know we didn't pay for this, but it's fine. Yeah, it's like <laughs> we got eight o'clock with that opera guy over there. <laughs> <laughs> When's my train? Oh, oh no. <laughs> But yeah, it's a different aspect of the Holocaust. I think it's interesting. You know, yeah. not the death part, but the your friends just going on a train and never coming back. You yeah. just kind of sat there waiting. Yeah. Well, not well. It's musicals. Yeah. Oh, Dave's going to be pissed. He's missed this opera <laughs> or whatever in a camp. Fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, musical make it positive and all that kind of thing. Just a weird complaint. Mm. Um, another weird complaint. Um, a non-commissioned officer with the U.S. National Guard has been removed from her post after reciting her enlistment oath with a dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) With a dinosaur? Get her out of my army. (laughs) I don't want her defending my soil. (laughs) So it was was a hand puppet dinosaur. Right. That she'd recorded to make her children laugh. Right. Seemingly quite innocent. Yeah. Right? But as she was reciting her oath, the dinosaur was speaking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like she was puppeting with a dinosaur and and the US army was very upset the why? air national guard was like no why well it's, dis- it's that's war crime what uh, your oath very serious should be respected well they go on to comment master sergeant robin brown a senior nco 
uh, I think it's commissioned officer or non-commissioned officer, with the Air National Guard, is facing other action after a video of the joke surfaced online. The unconventional ceremony was filmed for Mrs. for Miss Brown's children to watch later. Footage shows blah 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 blah. Whose superior then reads the lines from the oath for her to repeat, including "I will obey the orders of the President of the United States and the Governor of Tennessee." So I'm, <laughs> I, that implies that this is in Tennessee, right? Yeah, like not all soldiers obey the governor of Tennessee. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> got, just got a sheer amount of power that no one ever knew about. So does that mean the the National Guard in America is state by state? Um, Which I guess makes sense. Yeah, I've never considered it that way it's before. Too, it it would be too big to manage it under one thing. Well, I guess it depends how and big the National Guard is. State by state. Yeah, so like. The National Guard is different in Iowa than it is in Idaho. Yeah, you'll ha- it's like you'll have different... So if they call in the National sects. Guard, it's just like the reserves in that state yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. You don't want the entire National well, Guard yeah, descending because... upon one <laughs> yeah. city. Well, yeah, because you'd still you'd have to have like a place for them, like a national... This is the National Guard place. And even if you shove it in the middle of the country, it's going to take them five hours to reach the coast. Yeah. So, like... Oh, no, I imagine they were, like, stationed in each state. Yeah. But I didn't know they were, like, then separated again. It'll but just, I guess it makes sense. It'll be it'll, it'll be a hierarchy. There'll be a big boss somewhere in Washington, and then he hands out orders to all the states, or some shit like that. Doesn't even email anymore. No. No, no, no. no National no. Guard. And Pigeon. Budget cuts. Pigeon and dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, social media users are reported to have attacked Miss Brown for being disrespectful in Ugh. the footage. The colonel who read the uh, oath was also criticised for allowing the joke to take place, not raising his right hand, and not having memorised the oath. The dinosaur oath. Uh, Lieutenant General Scott Rice... Scott Rice! <laughs> Scott Rice! Director of the Air National Guard posted a statement on, his, on Facebook blasting the video. I'm equally shocked and dismayed by this event that mocks such a cherished and honourable occasion. (laughs) Don't put a dinosaur in my army. (laughs) It's incredibly disrespectful. (laughs) One, they didn't exist. That's the only argument I could think that people would be really pissed off. Yeah. Is if, like, some people believe dinosaurs didn't exist, all that kind of thing. So mocking that in the army, maybe... Yeah. And then you go, like, the kind of pettier one, which is probably more likely what's going on, is just somebody being silly in something that many people say has to be taken very seriously. Yeah, well, it's like the whole... It's it's like the whole kneeling for the national anthem thing. Like, I don't... Yeah, I yeah. don't have, like... Um, hate people in wheelchairs. I, <laughs> this guy didn't stand up. <laughs> the dead didn't stand up. Well, they couldn't fuck themselves. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have, like, a big patriotic side to me. I just... I, I never really have. I like the people around me, and that's kind of where it ends. Um, but, like... So, so the whole national anthem thing, I, I don't understand. Like, give it respect and everything like that. Yeah. Like, as far as I'm aware... Like, the only time I respect the national anthem is when it's... It, like, the, the Olympics. So it's there in order to represent you as a faction. Like, then you... You've got sort flag, of, though, haven't you? Y- yeah, yeah, I guess, but... they just... blind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talking with their sounds but again. then, in, in the States, then that it becomes ridiculous, because it's like, well, we sing the national anthem before every game, and it's like, well, it's two American teams. They know where they come from. They sing two songs. Yeah. There's two national anthems. No, and not. There's only one national anthem, but there's another song that's like the 9-11 anthem. Yeah. That they sing both. I think before every game, the nine eleven anthem. Yeah, I think ever since nine eleven, there's some kind of song that is now also sung. Oh, Jim Jeffries did a bit on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like before um, every baseball game, they're like, "Why are we? Like, why are we singing the national anthem? And why are we singing this extra song?" There's yeah, there's there's two, aren't there? Because this, oh, what the fuck is it? The Star Spangled Banner, and I can't remember which one that is. I think that's the national anthem. That's the national anthem. I think maybe like America the America the Beautiful. Beautiful, yeah. Oh, beautiful for Yeah, I think they're both, na, 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 both played or something yeah. like that. It's sung before all the wrestling shows and fucking everything. It's just, <laughs> and like, it's all all I can ever see it doing is that like for, for companies, particularly like when you look at the NFL and things that are making more of an effort to branch out overseas and stuff. It's like every time it happens, it's like, oh, great. So you've just alienated the rest of the world. Well done. Yeah, well, it's kind of what they've done a lot though, isn't it? Like they hated communism. Yeah. And I know that there was probably a dislike of communism in the UK. Yeah. But it didn't feel as extreme. But that might just be because of stereotypical British temperament. So just like, yeah, fine. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's like that during the Blitz. Just yeah. like, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Can you stop? It's gone him a tea. Yeah, we've sent our kids away. <laughs> now we're just sitting here getting bombed. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Does America want to join in? No. No. Okay, no. we'll just get bombed then. Yeah. We'll just keep on getting Have you got a PA? No. Well, then America doesn't want to join. <laughs> Has it got a harbour in Hawaii that's, not, that's still floating? Yeah. Well, yeah. then they're not going to be They're not going to be involved. <laughs> yeah. Everybody put your hand on your heart. Fuck off. Yeah. Well, it's the same in like, I did kindergarten in America. It was like national anthem every yeah. morning. Yeah. Daily indoctrinations. Yeah. Well, it's just kind of like... I how guess... is that any different to how they rule in communism? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just weird that... Because it's guess, not a choice. It's so big. And they've proven it's not a choice by fucking crucif... Publicly, like, Kneeling fucking... <laughs> yeah, crucifying people who dare to kneel during the National Anthem. I'm like, oh, great, so it's not a choice. So you are actually willingly being indoctrinated. Well, <laughs> it depends how seriously you want to take it. Yeah, like, there was a thing about um, um, police brutality, like, racial police brutality. And I remember there was an NFL team that came out with their hands up. It was like a dance move. Right, like putting their hands up because I think the person who got shot put his hands up. Yeah, and was, yeah. So he was okay. like, and but oh my god, these NFL players putting that. It's like oh, they're fucking dancing. Yeah, like, don't worry. <laughs> I mean, it's just people trying to attach incredible meaning to something yeah. that probably isn't that mean. I mean, this person who's you know d- tried to join the army with a dinosaur, probably like maybe a hundred people were angry, maybe a hundred thousand. Yeah, and apparently that's a really big number because that's not that many. It's, it's yeah. still, yeah, it's a large group of people. But do you know how many people accepted the terms and conditions to iTunes and have never really understood what they're signing up for? Yeah, and you go, yeah, just, uh, yeah, dinosaurs in the army? No, no, not in my lifetime. <laughs> I just, disagree. They're just all fucking hypocrites, though. Like all the people who bitched about it in the NFL. They're all like, oh, like the main thing, and I perfectly understand this, it was, can we take the politics out of this and just enjoy it as a game? It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm well, I'm well up for that. Like that perfectly understands, yeah, like, fine. Like, oh, great. Now we can do that. Great. Okay, let's get on with it. Oh, beautiful yeah, for yeah. space. Yeah, yeah. Like, put, that's exactly the same fucking in. thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Sorry, I'm getting, I'm getting. I don't know what's going on. People are talking to me. I don't like it. Yeah. Too much politics. Move on. <laughs> My laptop just started to bling. Fair enough. So let's move away from politics yeah. and uh, into a toe in the water. Because why not? Oh. It's been a while since we've dipped our toe into the water of absolute horror. Yeah. So let's do this. A fitness instructor. Mm-hmm. Pretty good guy. Okay. Yeah, he's healthy. Yep. Trying to promote healthiness in the world. Has been jailed for life for the death of a student who was found dismembered, burned with her heart cut out. Wow. Pretty horrible. Yeah. Um, did argument- he do it? Well. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, no. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> he openly admitted to doing it. Uh, the <laughs> argument put forward by Charles Dean Bryant's lawyer is that he panicked after the victim died during consensual sex. Well, she right. died during consensual sex, so I didn't know what to do. So I cut her heart out, I stabbed her, and uh That's not <laughs> something you do. That's like... <laughs> I can, right, Cutting I out can... someone's heart takes a lot of work. I don't know if anybody knows this, but there's the rib cage like around your. Yeah, you have to, you have to break, break the it. ribs, prise them apart. <laughs> not that I know. Yeah, but like maybe going through the back, but that's yeah. still messy. I can get as it's far as. It's not easy to cut someone's heart out. Yeah, <laughs> you can't do it on a whim. Let's no. Say, oh, I'm feeling a bit crazy tonight. <laughs> yeah, but I I can get as far as I hit the body. Like that's a panic move. I can yeah move the body. I can all right. I'll I'll go with that. You're still a fucking idiot, and you definitely shouldn't have done it if this is how it's going. But not cut the fucking heart out <laughs> and burn well, her. I like how because there is this thing. I, I, I like seeing the human hu, human. I don't know effect where you know you can understand someone's brain process like they're trying to deny it, <laughs> but yeah. it's just slipping away. And the way that he does it is quite good. Um, so it was a three hour court thing, and they went no. Yeah, like you you cut a heart out. Um, he received a maximum penalty allowed for the murder of a 24 year old, whose mutilated body was found in a plastic children's swimming pool, which I think is just one of those small paddling pools. Yeah, just, yeah. Put her in there. She hasn't got a heart. <laughs> <laughs> the 31 year old was also found guilty of tampering with evidence and received a further 20 year jail term, which will run concurrently with his life sentence. He's going to prison for a, a quite quite a long time. Mm. Glynis McGinty defending argued that Miss Vandegrift died in an accident while having consensual sex, during which a plastic tie was placed around her neck, causing asphyxiation. However, 
prosecution lawyer Lucas Allen told jurors that the man did not freak out because he cut her heart out. (laughs) (laughs) That was his court statement, the same as ours. It was just like, he cut her heart out. Yeah. (laughs) Like, what what, what more do you want to say? (laughs) Why cut the heart out? What does it have to do with disposing of a body? He cut her heart out. (laughs) And he finished with, I want that image just to sink in. Yeah. (laughs) Just, come on. (laughs) It's just let that marinate for a while. Yeah, personal trainer, asphyxiation... Removal of organs. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah, yeah, fair enough. And what better place to marinate than a children's paddling pool? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one will find her here. I put stones in her pockets. Yeah, except the kids. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God! <laughs> oh, that was actually a different article. That wasn't the article I was thinking of, but that's oh. how that article ends. Oh. Personal trainer cut her heart out, tried to say it was an accident. I accidentally <laughs> carved <laughs> organs out of my... For a sex game. Like, consent... Cons- everyone loves roleplay, right? Everyone loves a bit of schoolgirl, nurse, amputation, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Organ donation is a pretty extreme sex game to play. Yeah. So it's- More extreme than that cannibal guy who would, like, eat someone as he was talking to him. Yeah. Like, cut off flesh and cook it and then eat it while the guy yeah. was dying in the bathtub and the guy was consenting. <laughs> like, that's that's pretty extreme, but it's not life-threatening. No. Organ donation is pretty extreme. <laughs> we were we were role-playing the Aztecs. <laughs> <laughs> it went really well. Yeah, yeah. It was really realistic. <laughs> well, the other article, which is of a similar horrible nature, a man has been charged with the murder of his pregnant 21-year-old girlfriend who was shot and stabbed and was found in a suitcase. Okay. Uh, Mr. Neal seemed uneasy and said he would not go along when asked by the police about many, uh, the woman's whereabouts, a policeman complaint stated. It is also alleged that he changed his story, initially saying to police that he texted her on the 13th of April, but didn't get any response, before saying that she sent him a photo that day. So he's, he, this, well, this is what I was talking about before about denial. He's trying to, yeah. oh, I texted her. She never texted back. Really? Well, she texted me today, or the day that she died. <laughs> okay, but which 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 one is it? Um, a police search of Mr. Manny's home two days later found a bunch of blood in the basement. Oh, the blood! Oh, yeah, that's um, that's something else. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Neal claimed that he had last seen Manny on the afternoon of the twelfth of April, but when approached about the blood, he admitted that she hadn't been at his home on the thirteenth. He claimed that there had been an argument, and also that he had shown um, the woman a gun he'd bought for protection. He showed her a gun. Oh, I bought this gun. This. <laughs> oh, she's died. <laughs> he claimed that Miss Manny took the gun from him and the knife from a kitchen, then tried to pull the trigger, but it failed to go off because of the safety. So she tried to shoot, I'm guessing him. Right. But the safety was on. She, mm. she was dual wielding a knife and a pistol <laughs> and was like, I don't know what to do. So Mr. Neal said that he then shot her twice in the head. Um, twice, so he twice. said, well, yeah, why not? All right. Uh, causing her to fall down the stairs into the basement, meaning there's loads of blood in the basement. Yeah. She then came at him after being shot twice in the head. And again, uh, I'm assuming that this is a different gun. <laughs> I'm assuming this is a different gun, right? Because he, sa- he said he has one gun. Then he says she got the gun, tried <laughs> to shoot him, so he shot her. <laughs> <laughs> This, right, this, this is this is tragic. A tragedy. The woman died. Yeah, but it's it's just the guy it's, trying to be like, oh yeah, this is what happened. You're like, none of this makes any sense. <laughs> she was found in a suitcase, right? So yeah, um, she fell down the stairs, came at him. She then, uh, wit point, he took the knife off of her and stabbed her in the head and the neck. So she was shot twice in the head, stabbed in the head, then stabbed in the neck, and, and then uh, and then she shot him. <laughs> <laughs> But the safety was on now. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Bang. Mr. Neal allegedly then led officers to a storage locker he had rented, where they found her body in a suitcase with a bag over her head. Uh, Mr. Neal told police that they could also find her phone in a pond and her purse in a bin. I'm innocent. <laughs> <laughs> but here's all the stuff I tried to hide. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Yeah, uh, it was self defense. Well, she shot me with the gun that I was holding. Fucking innocent people do some weird <laughs> shit. Stabbed her, stabbing someone in the head seems like the most unnatural thing to do. Yeah. It doesn't feel like that's an instinctive move. No, 
it's like if you're going to stab someone, it feels like you'd go for the, the torso, the most pierceable part, soft. the largest target, yeah, the most pierceable part that you know will cause an yeah. incredible amount of damage. But if she's already been shot twice in the head, <laughs> there's probably a, probably like, a hole in there. Well, can... that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Think it through. <laughs> Just come. I don't understand. I don't understand. I've never been in a position. Where you shot someone in the head? <laughs> no, but like we talk, I think we talked last time about shame. I just have no shame. Yeah. So if I did something bad, I just could. I just admit it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I did that. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. But I. But I, there's some kind of. There is a human condition to try and hide from the truth. And I just don't. I don't understand it. I don't get it. It's just like this. If you've done it, you're never going to be the same again. Your mm. whole brain is going to cheat. You can't like, you can try and repress it, but you're going to know, you're going to see the death go out, the life go out of someone's eyes. Yeah. And like someone that you supposedly loved for a brief period of time, probably yeah. if you're dating them. Yeah. Just murder them. And then, oh yeah, that was fine. She tried to shoot me with a gun that didn't exist, <laughs> with the gun that I was holding. And then, you know, stabbed her in the head because defense, <laughs> right? And then suitcase. Well, she wanted to go traveling, you know, and uh, where's her phone? Oh, in a pond. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's in a pond. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she's in a suitcase in my storage locker. Mm. I'll take you there if you want. Yeah. Self and her purse, I mean, she suddenly went anti-capitalist and just threw it in the bin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it was that the second all, bullet that did that. That all just fits together. Took out that capitalist part of the brain. <laughs> 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 Typical left-sided uh, brain thing. <laughs> just kind of disappeared. So, yeah, it's... Um, guys, if you do go on a... And girls, let's be equal. If you do go on a... Oh, yeah, no, did you... Yeah, go go on a killing spree, but admit it, is what I'm right. saying. Yeah. But don't go on, don't have to. Go yeah. paintballing. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Did you hear that uh, I saw an article that I didn't make notes on it because I thought it would be too biased, I guess. But the the first, in quotes, controlling woman has been sent to prison. Controlling girlfriend, in quotes, I has was been just, sent to prison. I saw something Because there's like this. now a domestic abuse law that um, applies to women. Yeah. Abusing men. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm assuming means that there wasn't one before. Which is weird, because I would have thought weird. there would have been. Well, it's just weird that it, that any law is kind of gender-specific. Yeah. I mean, even a pregnancy law feels that would be weird to be pregnant uh, gender-specific, because why would you have to say that it's a woman? Yeah. You're talking about the, a scientific thing. It doesn't have to be, yeah, but she was a blonde. It's like, well, yeah. no, it's just like, you you are done, it is a crime to do something when you're pregnant. Yeah. Regardless I, of whatever, I, I, I don't. Know. I, I haven't looked. I haven't looked into it enough to know whether it was gender specific. I would. I would that doesn't make sense. Well, to the me, fact like, that there was a new one put in to allow for women means that right. The okay, other so one, what they said then. Yeah, like, it's it's now so that women can be prosecuted under it. Oh. So it just implies that implies to me that That's women bizarre, weren't able to be done before. There's, you there's, can be done for assault. Yeah, there've been a lot of cases of domestic thing, abuse domestic. where where it's been women on men, like not as many as the other way around, but like, yeah. um, it just seems weird that there'd just be a a law coming into it now. Well, it's similar to like divorce, isn't it? Like, I, I don't know whether it's. Still, I think it's not the case as much anymore. It's not. But when it started, it was very gender heavy. Yeah, and there was, was a reason on. for that. Um, which and it's it, the thing; it doesn't apply anymore, and it's and it's a lot worse in the states, but it's still a bit skewed over here. Um, but the reason for it is, is that women used to be housewives, so when you when you divorced a woman, they had no job, they had no work experience, they were dependent on you, money wise. They did a lot for you. But then that would mean but, you shouldn't have the kids, right? What do you mean? If you if the they're looking oh, yeah. for financial freedom, well, you can't get a job if you well that was that was the other thing it was like well they 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 need the money from you now because they can't get a job but they are the the women are were seen as the more nurturing partner which is biologically true um Mm -hmm. so well (laughs) that was a very anti-nurturing voice that used for me uh proving your own point no (laughs) (laughs) women are nicer they fucking are (laughs) all right Okay, fair enough. No, it's like, um, like on on the whole, women are women are more nurturing. That's that's just how we work. Um, and uh, so so it made sense in that in that way to to have to for the the kids to go with the mother, mm. and for the for the for the father to still support the family. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I understand then, but it obviously doesn't work with the way the world is now because pretty much every family is a two income family most of them well it's you just you don't really have people who are career housewives well it's just the weird thing about the the, the passing of this law the, the pr- conviction of this woman was it's, it's pretty insane even by domestic abuse standards like yeah. 
She stabbed him, beat him with blunt objects, starved him, mm. and like made him not sleep for ten days. Yeah, that kind of torturous kind of experience. Yeah, and um, yeah, she was twenty. I think she was twenty-two years old, and the article was saying they were trying to say how you know domestic abuse happens with people that you don't expect. So they yeah. were trying to. They were saying that you know, out, on the outside she was lovely. She worked for Greenpeace, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, wanted to be a dentist. It's always you know, the person something. you least suspect. Yeah, but it just felt weird to be like, oh, no, yeah, she's a torturer, but she's you know, quite nice. Yeah. She's the right person. But, yeah, it seems weird that the, <laughs> the article was the first controlling woman has been sent, first controlling girlfriend has been found. And has been sent to prison. Has been found. Yeah, like, and it's like no, no, we know we know quite a few controlling, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> controlling people who have, uh, who have somewhat abused their their situation. Yeah, but yeah, so now I guess it's just now. So now we've got gender equality in, in abuse. I guess that's a good thing. I don't know. Yeah, no, it is. It is a good thing. It's just I I did not I didn't realize it's taken so long for it to catch up. Yeah, ex- yeah. I just thought yeah. if if, she, if it feels like the the fact that this is now in the limelight yeah. that a woman was stabbing and beating and starving and whatever control that like, removing from friends is a classic abuse or thing. Yeah. Um, trying to do that is now like, Oh, now we've got a law against you. So, well, that was illegal before. Assault mm. is illegal anyway. Yeah. But then like starvation and mental isolation. Yeah. And that would just go become, down as assault. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Assault or like lack of, because assault will have a maximum term and it, yeah, I so guarantee it'll it. be less than, um, like, historic abuse like that would that i imagine that will have a like quite a hefty turn to it yeah so yeah now there's going to be husband not is it you're are you a wife abuser if you're not married i guess not um not in the eyes of the church do you right yeah i suppose it's just a domestic abuse it's just domestic abuse yeah because you wouldn't call it spousal abuse yeah yeah so yeah, now it's on both sides. Yeah. In other news, mm. uh, just to perk it up. Yeah. A young man who took painkillers after a go-karting accident firmly believes the drugs have made him gay. I read this. <laughs> <laughs> Pain, the painkillers made me gay. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I don't know. I think it's controversial to say that there is a pill that can change your sexuality. And I imagine that is well, very unlikely. Um, I think there's an entire movement that would argue that there is no such thing as a pill that changes you. Like, like, like I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure, the, as, as far as I'm aware, um, the LGBT community should be very against this idea. Probably. Because they've also been very against... What's the idea like, of I- the identity, idea of, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, they've also been very against the idea that you can have it, like... Uh, taken out of you by therapy and all right, that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. There's no magic yeah, pill to take it away. to make you and a I, certain way. Yeah. That certain way can be any way. And, and I completely agree. Like, yeah, it's it, it's it's a, just a it's a biological thing. It's so like, I'm saying it's go-karting was the thing. Yes. Go-karting yeah. made. <laughs> go-karting makes you gay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it, like, I don't know, it's, a, it's an interesting, again, it's a human condition. Because I think learning about yourself and discovering yourself takes time and goes to a load of different ways. But he talks about how... Well, I'll read through it. Um, Some would claim that you can't turn gay. 23-year-old Scott Purdy disagrees. He claims he used to be a hot-blooded heterosexual who loved nothing more than dating women. Nothing more. Just dating. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Sorry. I thought that was funny because he was saying he was a strong blooded heterosexual who just liked dating women yeah. and not having sex with them i didn't mean to imply that he loved <laughs> dating them and not having sex with them because he was gay yeah <laughs> before he started taking painkiller pregabalin <laughs> <laughs> the name so strange that they've also got another name another name lyrica right lyrica 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 i think yeah to treat pain caused after he broke his foot in a go-karting accident Scott believes it did more than numb his agony. He quickly lost his sexual attraction to women and broke up with his girlfriend of six months when prescribed uh, Lyrica early this year. And that's believable because there are certain medications, I think, that can lower libido. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I understand that blood part flow. Or, but they, they, like, if, if it can suddenly... If it's something medical that can suddenly make you attracted to, to the opposite sex, then it's... You could also argue that you could do the same thing with a pill um, that could make you attracted to vegetables. 
Yeah, well, it's a, it's the difference between changing your sexuality and increasing your libido. Yeah, because like it's if good. you if yeah. you take ten Viagra, you will fuck anything. That's the thing. If you go from like I only fuck women to I will fuck anything right now. Yeah, like, and it's that, not sexual. It's just I'm just pumped up full of hormone. Yeah, and yeah. that needs to kind of be done. Yeah, but yeah, it's another thing to say that it's kind of changed what flavors of crisps you like. Yeah, that's a good an- analogy. Didn't they try and make a gay bomb? <laughs> I thought the church. There's, there's. I, I'm pretty sure you can find something on Snopes. Um, but the, I, Snopes. I think, yeah. Do you know Snopes? No. Oh, Snopes. It's like it, a it's like skiing for for <laughs> private detectives. No, it's it's a website that's got every kind of stupid conspiracy of anything that you've oh. ever heard of, and they go through it and um and they'll it'll tell you whether it's true or false or anything like that. Coincidentally, most of the shit that I thought was true is not. Um, so it makes you question calling everything. bullshit what did you think was true yeah uh, I, I, I don't know like this is this is over, oh. a, over a number of years like it's it's not suddenly is I've suddenly discovered steel no yeah <laughs> thought it was it's just those <laughs> stupid stories components. that you hear in a pub and then you yeah. repeat of being like yeah I'm sure that's true and then you just carry it on like oh no it's all bollocks like all those kind of stories like it, it kind of susses them out well, and Napoleon was really short <laughs> that was a conspiracy and then they were like actually he was average height yeah that kind of thing okay that sort Fair of enough. thing yeah <laughs> yeah exactly um, yeah there was there was something that, that there's I, I don't know if they said they launched it or if they were testing it or whatever but there's an idea where they had a bomb that increased hormones in men to the point where they would all be distracted fucking each other while you were invading <laughs> There was loads of these, right? There were loads of like, I think it's all like pre-internet war theories, yeah. paranoia. Where it's like, you know what would also be effective? Just a bomb. <laughs> like, yeah, but what if they were, you know, everyone was distracted and then we killed them? Yeah, just killed them with the bomb. Yeah, just why not? Then, <laughs> but look, no, then nobody has to die, man. It's just love, <laughs> war of love. Well, I think. Well, I mean, I don't know whether we discussed it last. But I can't remember. Mm. But America launched a load of missiles at Syria. Yes, and I think there was like fourteen or something. There was a weird. It was a, there was a number of missiles. Just like I think fourteen's good. Yeah, the send fourteen. Yeah. I don't know if they were gay bombs or not, but <laughs> the send fourteen, and then some got through, some didn't. Yeah, and then everything kind of went silent. Yeah, and then this is the kind of times that well maybe they're making a gay bomb, <laughs> or <laughs> maybe they're going into space again. Yeah, and then like Kim Jong Un's. Well, this what we thought was going to be really dramatic was dealt with with kind of an English. Just, all right, fair enough. <laughs> we bombed you. Don't do it again. Yeah. Uh, Russia said don't, but we did. So, hey-ho. So, war's a funny thing. <laughs> so, I'm not sure. Yeah. But get back to the guy who had a, had a gay go-kart or whatever it was. Yeah. He yeah. said, um, I noticed my libido for women had gone and I was wanting male attention. I was with a girlfriend I had been with for around six months. I had never been interested in men. When I was younger, I was, but I um, never have been, which makes no yeah, sense. Yeah. But hey A couple of weeks later, after I started taking it, I turned around and said I didn't find her physically attractive anymore. She knew I was taking Pregabalin. I said to her, I don't really know what's happening to me. And I told her I like men and I just can't be with you. She was relatively understanding. Which is, I think you can say that of anything. Relatively, she was understanding. I, Even if she didn't understand, you could be like, well, in, in the circumstances, she understood as best she could. Are they both stupid? <laughs> Well, I don't know. He's saying that she was relatively understanding. And the my only point way you could be understanding is if you were fucking stupid. Relatively understanding. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is the important thing here. Relative I'm saying, to like, what? Exactly. Anything. Just like relatively, any, everyone was understanding. Yeah. It's fine. Um, Scott, who isn't particularly annoyed at his sexual orienta- orientation swinging, merely wants to raise awareness of the drug and its rather dr- dramatic side effects. Well, why would you be annoyed? Yeah. If, well, if he was a homophobe... That would he probably be annoyed, wouldn't he? Well, I guess annoyed himself. He'd hate himself. Well, yeah, well, but, but maybe that, maybe that's what it is. That seems more likely that he's so <laughs> fucking ashamed. Hey, he was never interested in men, but when he was younger, he was. But he, he never was. <laughs> it, just, it, just, it, it reeks of someone who's so, who's so ashamed of the, of the way that they are because of some stupid prejudices that they've mm. always had against it, or like the, the like closeted feelings or something, and they've always had like that. It's that um, it's the fucking next door neighbor in in American Beauty, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the sergeant, yeah, guy. yeah, like it, it, it that 
uh, like, oh, well, I take these pills now, and oh no, I'm I'm gay. Yeah, yeah. like it's it it it. it That's what I mean by it. it's just, it's coming out without having to come out. It's a human kind of journey of trying to figure figure themselves out and figure out their own identity and who yeah. they are, and it always comes out of the weirdest of places because. I think it's your subconscious trying to tell you something and then your conscious mind is trying to just pick up on clues. Like, oh, maybe I'm gay and it's I didn't realise this before because I didn't have a pill. Mm. That means that that... And then presenting it as that. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's not ashamed of it. He seems like, oh, this is just who I am now. Well, he doesn't have to be But he continues it's not, it's to take the him. pill. But he thinks that if he stops taking... I think there's something about if he stops taking the pill, it might change. So he still takes the pill. Well, so he's kind of like gay out of shot. It's almost as if he's choosing... Yeah. To continue this um, placebo. Well, that's the thing. Like, thing. Don't don't blame the pill if you can't replicate it. So if you yeah. if 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 you like if you're not going to come off the pill now, then you can't you, you can't say it's the pill that's made you gay. Yeah. yeah. Right. If you're not willing to prove well, it wrong. No. But what I think he's saying is this pill has a side effect of homosexuality. Right. So that's why he's like spreading the word about <laughs> the side they effects. Of course, homosexuality. <laughs> He he's, he wants to raise awareness of the drug and its side effect. Yeah. So he's just like, which is, I, 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 I've changed my mind. I reckon this is probably the way of the future, is that you'll take a pill just to do different, in, in to change your personality for yeah. like a week. Yeah. Like, oh, I wonder what it would be, be like to be afraid of spiders. Like, it was a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> from yourself I, yeah. want to be a, I want to be a different person for a week. Yeah. So I'll, yeah, I want to be bald for a week. So they'll take a pill. Or an injection. Yeah. Oh, gone pill. Then, switch genders, switch races. It's the way of the future. <laughs> this guy's... He's, he's wrong, but yeah. it's, he's a sign he, of the future. He's a trailblazer. That's what he is. <laughs> yeah. I was taking painkillers pain to change my sexual orientation before it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we mentioned American History X and references. I want to go into... American Beauty. American Beauty, sorry. Okay. Yeah. The neighbour in American History X was um, not mentioned. It was just the teacher, the prison, and the cult. Yeah. Good film, though. Yeah, yeah. But kind of ruined by... I did a degree paper on it. Oh, yeah? Which was like... I so went you can't watch it anyway. a lot of de- I can, but I just kind of think about it too much. Yeah, no, I'm... Which I is, know what you mean. And it's a good film to that, watch to think about stuff. It ruined a lot of films for me. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Like, stu- stu- I didn't... After, after I finished my film degree, I didn't... Oh, your degree? I thought you meant American History X. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't watch a film for probably two years. <laughs> like solidly like, I'd watch TV shows and stuff but like anything that just makes you think the good films mm. I just didn't fucking I, c- I couldn't do it yeah but American History X is good for that because it, yeah. it shaped how we, cause we did it we did a paper on it because it was a good case of arguments and how people argue yeah and the pros and cons of the racist arguments that are made in the film yeah and you go like it's a good test subject but references I, I've, I've rediscovered a new pet hate I've got about a specific reference which I'm trying to articulate, but I'm, I still can't quite get there. It's the Indiana Jones um, face-melting Nazi reference. Right, yeah. That reference has become no longer a reference. Okay. No longer a, a good reference because it's kind of everyone. It's like saying, oh, what's your favourite restaurant? McDonald's? Yeah. It's like, okay, I get it. You're saying a chain that shouldn't be. So it's referencing something that the nerd culture used to only know. Yeah. And now that that reference has been brought into more social culture... It's been overexposed. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like... If, it feels like you would only ever use that reference to connect with geeks. Mm. And it's... People still lap it up and, you know, oh, yeah, Raiders of Lothar, because people enjoy being part of a community that's not niche. Yeah. They like to say, oh, I'm part of this huge community. But... Yeah, it's a it's a geek reference that is no longer a geek reference for me. Yeah, it'd be like if you're going to do a geek reference, do something that you know a line that people love, but just isn't that they love in their niche thing. But mm. I think that's just my little don't like. I like the alt minorities of like fandom and stuff like that, and I don't like it when it's. I feel like now that it's become such a big reference, people referencing it are just trying to take advantage of. Those minorities. Yeah. I'm fighting for the people. Don't make any references to Ray the Lost Ark <laughs> around me. Or whichever one it is. I don't even know which one it is. Because the films are quite good. They were always on around Christmas. One of them has has an Asian kid in it. To be honest, like, that is a big... Indiana Jones is a big pop culture reference. It's just slipped me by. I've never... Yeah. I've, I've, I have seen them. 
I cannot recount them. I can't. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's one of those. If it was on at Christmas before the internet, yeah, you'd watch it. Yeah, go, oh, that's yeah. A good film on TV. Yeah. Now you're like, I'm just going to watch Netflix at Christmas because I watch <laughs> yeah. Netflix every day. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just it's it's again that just that probably my reaction to films as well, where it's just I think it's lazy trying to get adva- take advantage of people. It's what yeah. I think as well about we've said it too many times. But small dancing tree in Guardians of the Galaxy Two <laughs> yeah. just feels like it's the same kind of thing. You're like, yeah, I get it. If you give a little thing big eyes, make it dance like a child, yeah. people will like it. Yeah. I get it. Can you please do something more, please? <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm your audience, really, not these people. Yeah, do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, in other news, Toby, a seven year old ginger cat. Um, her original family gave her gave him away to another family because they didn't want him. They didn't want him anymore. They didn't want the cat anymore. Seven <laughs> years old, but the cat returned home on a. I think it was like a twelve mile walk back to the family. It's heartwarming. Yeah, homeward bound story. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they sent it to get euthanized. Love homeward bound. Did they get euthanized? Well, the dogs. Yeah, nearly. This cat did. Oh, <laughs> they, like they sent him to another family because they didn't want him anymore. The cat comes back, so they kill it. Jesus! <laughs> well, they tried to, but that it seems like that's that's a quick temper. They got it twice in the head. And then- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, they took it to a vet to get like, well, we'll kill it then. Like, what? Jesus! Can't you just return it to the family that you sold it to? It's twelve miles away. <laughs> that's less than a ten minute drive, surely. Yeah, it's just a drive. Just yeah. go drive over there and give the cat back. No, no, we, we gave it one warning, so now we're getting it murdered. <laughs> Yeah, cats understand. Yeah, fucking insane. But they took it to the vet, and the vet had my reaction of like, "What? No." So no. They, the vet was like, took it away from them and yeah. contacted animal Good. rights or whatever. Yeah, because if you take it back, they'll just be like, "Oh well, I guess we better drown it." I mean, cat people are weird. Yeah, I think I think that's the stereotype. Yeah, but no, because no? cat people cat people love cats. They love their animals. But they are the reason weird. cat people seem weird. Yeah. It's because they love them a bit too much. Like, if I can't have you, no one can have you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but this is the opposite. Yeah, this is, please take him. You, oh, you want him, but he doesn't want you. Well, then we must end him. <laughs> <laughs> bit intense. Just a bit yeah. intense. Um, so, yeah, just think twice before you get pets, man. Just everybody. Just... I think it's the same thing as like kids. Like people get accidentally pregnant and yeah. have a kid, but they're more connected to a kid. But that doesn't mean that they become good parents. No, they just they just have a kid now, yeah. and that's just kind of the deal. Yeah, part of their chores is make sure you put the baby some food in it and yeah. then put it to bed, and yeah. that's just like a, an extra thing you do while you clean the house. <laughs> so I guess it kind of seems natural, I guess, to bring that to progress onto animals. Yeah, just taking animals in and just dealing with it. Like people take birds. Birds, an animal that constantly travels and leaves people. I'll put it in a cage. <laughs> yeah. You'll be my friend. It's weird. I used to want a bird when I was a kid. Never wanted a bird. No. I just, it was a small, it was a phase, I think. <laughs> the bird phase. I don't, yeah. <laughs> everyone's got a bird phase. Yeah, you had a rat phase. Yeah. Bird phase. Yeah. What's after a bird dinosaur? Join the Air Force. Yeah. National Guard. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. The weird thing about that is that like in Jurassic Park, like in the last one, they wanted dinosaurs in the army. Did they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they were... Oh, God. Oh, it's... Yeah, that was me kind of thinking I should be offended by that idea. Yeah. Then I realised if Arnie was in it, it'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they tried to blend a dinosaur with some kind of invisible dinosaur. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah the t- invisible T-Rex that could do something yeah. for the army. It's just a monster movie now. I'm yeah, like, well, it's, it's just... I enjoyed it. Gay bombs like, don't work. Not- Maybe invisible dinosaurs do. <laughs> No, but they wanted. They wanted. They were trying to train the Velociraptors, and they were right. like, "If we can get this down, then they can serve on the front line." <laughs> serve. <laughs> like the soldiers do other things, like they rebuild towns, yeah, build radio towers, all that kind of stuff. I can't see. I can't see a raptor doctor. No, <laughs> <laughs> raptor medic. <laughs> but animals, yeah, why not? I guess. Yeah, it's his legs. What about them? They'll have to come off. <laughs> well, they've already gone. Yeah. <laughs> It's his arms. What about them? They'll have to come off. (laughs) His lungs. His stomachs. Dr. Raptor is insane. 
Dr. Raptor hasn't got... He's, he's, he's riddled with lawsuits. But Raptor lawyer is equally as angry. <laughs> equally vicious. Nurse, pass me my claws. Yes, Dr. Raptor. <laughs> um, there was a dog in other news that um, was in surgery for cancer. And when they tried to extract the cancer, it was teddy bears. What? And I just find that interesting. <laughs> they thought he had, uh, like... Stomach cancer. Yeah. But within the stomach, it was just teddy bears. Just eating a load of she, bears. Yeah, the dog just ate loads of teddy bears. So he's like a... I don't know, like a horror piñata? <laughs> child child piñata? I don't yeah. know. But yeah, just kind of trying to... A doctor doing surgery... A cancer doctor doing surgery and, re, and re, removing a, a, the head of a bear. Yeah. <laughs> like, something's wrong. Get Dr. Raptor in here immediately. <laughs> Dr. Anesthetist. Yeah. Dr. Anesthetist, that makes actually makes sense. Raptor Anesthetist. Yeah. <laughs> Just going over the x-rays. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bear. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know why, but he sounds English. A raptor looks English. English or Mexican? Doesn't seem Scottish or Irish. A raptor is English or Mexican. It depends on the kind of glasses he's wearing. Really? <laughs> Well, if he's wearing silly eyeglasses, he's from somewhere else. <laughs> Those glasses while your eyes are on springs. Yeah. Oh, the Joker Raptor over here. <laughs> clown he Raptor. Yeah. Look at the size of his shoes. Uh, clown Raptor takes his job very seriously. Get off the battlefield. The Raptor Circus. Just lots of Raptors in various outfits, killing everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, raptors going around collecting for blood drives. Yeah. Just biting arteries. <laughs> hey, everyone, it's a party. How did this devolve into just mass murders of dinosaurs? Because they I were in the Air Force. It was, it was more trying to put raptors into everyday jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Raptor waiter. Yeah. They couldn't hold the tray because they've got small arms. No, you could put it on its head. That seems derogatory. Why? Well, they've got dignity. Have they? Yeah, well, how do they put stuff onto the tray? Onto the tray? You haven't thought this through, Steve. All right. We'll have to. Th- we'll come up with a plan for next week and then I'll... Yeah. <laughs> this is the diagram. Here is my eight-point raptor plan <laughs> for integrating them into everyday society. In- into the food industry. <laughs> I find this racist. <laughs> Shut up, raptor. <laughs> for more episodes, the second they leave our disgusting workstations, head over to www.pullingteeth.audio and remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn, maybe all three. Ratings and comments would be nice as well. If you've got any questions, or comments, find us on Twitter at Pulling Teeth Pod. For anything more extensive or of a private or personal nature, or if you've got some kind of moral objection to social media, you can drop us an email at podcast at pullingteeth.audio. For more from me, head to stevemilligan.net and find us both on Twitter at singitsteve and at nicksnip. This has been Pulling Teeth. See you next week.